I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Michet. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Lights. So great to connect with all of you. Hi in the chat. Just I'm going to have to say it every now and then in the chat. I'm not um, I'm not on my computer, so I'm not able to for some reason, type in the chat. So hi, everyone in the chat listening. Welcome, everyone that's listening uh, in, whether you're listening in now live or in the archives. It's great to connect with all of you. Ooh, almost into 2021, right? The new energy uh, pattern can definitely be felt. Um, if you're in the chat and you'd like to ask a question, that's great. Um, I'll answer it um, live. Um, if you are in the queue and you're listening by phone or computer and you had a question or a comment and you wanted a reading, um, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad. Really important to press 1 on the keypad. Otherwise, um, I don't know if you're just uh, listening by phone and you don't want to be uh, interrupted in your listening. I uh, see, let's see, a lot of people in the chat. Hello, everyone in the chat. Great to hear you. Hello and blessings. Yes. Um, should have brought my computer. I'm on my iPad, and for some reason it does not let me. I'm traveling. It doesn't let me. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I see Adobe Flash thing. It's the PC, Apple thing for many decades. Um, so that whole scenario, any of you that are techies, know the riff that went far and wide, and um, yeah, so Adobe, not for Mac, and they made accommodations, but anyway, it's going away anyway. Welcome, everyone. I see a lot of people getting in the chat. We have a great program today. I'm really excited. Um, we have Daniel Fiverson with us today. Um, and Daniel is a revolutionary astrologer. We're going to be talking a bit about, um, for sure, the uh, moon, moon and cancer uh, that we just had and the implications of that. Uh, one of the reasons I do love astrology as a, as a trance channel and a conscious channel, meaning sometimes I go into cha- uh, trance or I receive visions. Um, other times I um, just am seemingly talking and kind of space out a little bit to get the information. <laughs> Um, and, and, you know, and, and very psychic, um, is I do like to see, um, because a lot of times what I channel happens way before the, the aspects are showing that or the exact, um, for instance, with the, with the, um, which I find fascinating, for instance, with what I channeled with the pandemic, um, in 
I don't know, mid 2000s, and then again in 2016 in that succession of visions, um, I actually did see opening and closing, or that you couldn't travel. It was like I was watching this movie, and um, people were trying to travel. I was trying to travel, and they would say, no, there's a, a breakout. You have to wait three weeks, or you have to wait six weeks. And I did see the, you know, the um, passports changing <laughs> and these documents about vaccines. So in the channeling, you can get pretty specific um, information, um, like when I channeled about the stock uh, market, um, that traders would be trading um, less and less in the pit, less and less in those expensive trading seats. Anybody know what those trading seats are called? I don't remember. Even when I channeled it back in the mid-90s, I called it trading seats. It's not my world. Um, but then I saw everyday people trading online on their computers. So anyway, yeah, it gets pretty specific. Um, you know, timing is another thing. Um, that happened, like, well, I don't know, when I channeled that, probably a year later or something, maybe even, I don't know, a little less, a little more. I didn't really keep track. Uh, but anyway, it fascinates me because you can see the trend or the cycle through the astrological aspects. So that can be kind of interesting to see. Um, yeah, and then see also how you could use it without having to become an astrologer. You don't have to study astrology to integrate some of the ways, um, you know, we're influenced by it. Yeah. Any questions, comments in the chat? I hope my sound, if you guys can let me know how my sound is. I hope the sound is okay. Like my chat room, the people in the chat are my co-hosts, you know, they're my sound engineers, co-hosts, and help really ground the energy. Um, so all of you and I really do wish you a lot of what you want in the new year that is soul aligned um, we have um, and I'm doing more of a deep dive and more specifics in my channeling um, releasing a lot of channeled information if you're interested in that or um, doing any study and mentoring in metaphysics and spiritualism advanced metaphysics and spiritualism you can join me on my on patreon i do have a uh, group there well three ways to connect depending how you want the information and we do also meet monthly um, so i'm really enjoying um, that getting that information that's kind of been my thing since i don't know 20 some odd years now maybe longer just getting out the information, connecting with others, and giving a bit of the 411, 911, the heads up, the 211 of what is coming up um, cosmologically, collectively, but also how people can prepare. Because it does no good to have a lot of information or doom and gloom, which a lot of there's misinformation, a lot of misinformation out there. Um, because the way that the new paradigm is ushered in and the new emerging consciousness is, if you want to say downloaded, uploaded, embraced, imbibed, however you want to say it, then the way the new emerging, emerging consciousness becomes more of the mainstream consciousness is through individuals. So we don't, it's not like I was telling someone the other day, a friend of mine, we were talking and I said, look, a lot of people think, oh, the new paradigm, the new the new world or what we're creating, you know, the aspects show this, astrology. It doesn't just come into being. We are the creator beings, the creator selves. We are the ones 
that have to start living this way and moving as much as possible within the constraints. And that's what we're going to see in the next, I would say, four, uh, five, six years, honestly, um, is how do we usher in this new emerging consciousness and live it and be it and make decisions from that while there is a lot of restriction or constriction and, and, and a pull to go, try to go back to what was or create something that is more restrictive. And it comes from personal changes, personal changes. Um, thank you, Tammy, saying the sound is good. Okay. Hema, sound is solid for me on the phone. Okay. Sound is a bit spotty for me on the cell phone. Okay, Hema, it might be your, your – um, love you guys. Thanks for letting me know. Yeah, I'm sitting in one place. We got an extender. Um, Wi-Fi extender, so it should be a solid signal. I am up in the mountains, but it should be a solid signal. So please let me know if it um, does waver, and um, I can use a different mic or not use a mic. Um, so anyway, you it's going to be you, everyone, it's going to be the small changes, and it always has been. And, and a big one is where you place your energy in multiple forms, time, money, your resources, anything that's energetic, because what is changing, a big change in the new paradigm, is the whole idea of currency. And if you follow the word currency, if you do a derivation on it, you do a word derivation, you look at the etymology, you look at the, where, where that idea came from, um, you will see that it has to do with current, it has to do with incoming and outgoing energy, a circulation or of energy or energy input and output, but it comes, but it has to do with current, current flow, right? Energetic flow that manifests in multiple ways. It's come to mean a lot about uh, finance, but our currency is not just our finance. It's your wisdom. It's your life experience. It's your training. It's your studying. It's you just showing up. It's you being authentic. So all these things register universally. They register on the earth plane. Um, someone can have a lot of currency within their life by how they live, okay? Um, and sometimes you don't see that. You have that currency or that strength, strength, inner strength, resolve, resilience is a currency. Sometimes you don't see that until it's tested. So make no mistake, it's, um, I don't know what it is, but I heard this thing, and I have no idea where it came from. I don't even know what it means, but the revolution will not be televised. And I kind of, I don't know, I feel that, but I don't know what that, I don't know what that to subscribe to. Um, but I mean, it's not going to be like passive. It's not, and it's not necessarily going to be the people out in the streets. You know, that will happen, that will help, that, you know civil unrest. I'll get into this later. I don't want to touch too much on this. But what I always want to share on this program as much as possible is that your decisions do make a difference. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm not really doing much, but I've been healing myself or I've been studying, because there's a lot of misinformation. You know, I've been, I just recently saw it on the internet. Every now and then people send me things, friends, clients, oh, did you see this? Or what about this? Or we, and it's you could really evolutionary change to some level. It has a common sense aspect to it. I always say your higher self 
will not have you do something that is so far-fetched. There's always a step. There's always someone there to help you. I call magical helpers. Now, the step might be a small step. It might be a small safety net. It might be a safety net that's made of a very light fabric string, you know. But you will, there will be people, there will be something or someone there along the way. It may not have been how you envisioned it, but you will be okay if you follow the synchronicities, if you follow the resonance, the synergy, where there's the most coherence, then you'll meet up with what, with whom and what you need to meet up with. Because you're in a sense meeting up to your destiny. On some level, you're meeting up to what is already there for you. So you have to know, especially if you're listening to programs like this, um, that what you're to do to some level is already there, and it's within your consciousness, conscious awareness. It's within your capabilities. It's within your preference. It's, it's, it will feel right to you, and not at a right or wrong level. Um, anybody ever been jean shopping and you put those jeans on or a pair of, and you just, oh, these are it, or sweats? They feel right. Someone else could wear them and go, oh, they're too big, they're too baggy, oh, they're too tight, oh, I don't like fleece, oh, I don't. But you put them on and you're like, oh, this feels right. This is it. Um, sometimes they're a little tighter, sometimes they're a little looser, whatever. You know, there's growth in either way. There's always going to be some growth that we all need to go, go through and grow through, no matter how evolved or conscious, awake, aware how much we've ascended out of dualistic thinking, that, that is still going to be part of it. Because you have to think about, we are, as change agents, evolutionary agents, if you will, um, it's biologically, energetically, on a cellular level, in the DNA set up, when and how, to awaken. And then you have people, ideas, books, media that reinforces but it's encoded, it's set up within you. You could call it like a latent ability, you know, a soul gift. So in a way, how you're to use this gift and how you're to help is in there. It's already inside you. So you want to think about where you're placing your energy in the form of money as a currency, again, time, um, Yourself as a currency, where are you placing yourself? What are you focusing on? Because it's those little changes. Like I was starting to say, the common sense aspect, whether it's dietary schemes, workout schemes, fashion, beauty, everything has a cycle. And so does awakening. So does ascension and awakening. So does creating something new that becomes more and more and more mainstream. It's because it's individuals start doing it more and more. I'll give a good example, and then I'm going to get to callers. Um, and I've used this example before with friends, family members, clients. In the mid-'90s, I was, because um, I also have a teaching background, I was really, you know, I still am very much, well, I guess since 14 or 15, I've been meditating. But um, in my 20s, I did do, you know, I went to, stayed in ashram. I've been meditating a lot. I've studied a lot of types of meditation. Um, I've trained and mentored with many meditation teachers, really, really solid, good ones. Um, 
whether bhakti, jhana, you know. Um, and I wrote a book. You know, it's in the second edition, Meditation for Everyday Living. So one of my, I at the time was doing a lot of work with at-risk youth um, and different, not only at-risk youth, but um, libraries, working with children, um, and actually their parents loved it too, um, with the hypnotherapy and with meditation, stress reduction, but teaching basic meditation and breath work techniques. And one of my clients at the time I'd worked with their children wanted me to do it also in the schools, and I really, really wanted to. Uh, one school would allow it because they said meditation. They, they proposed it to the PTA, and they came back and they sent a letter out. They had to send a letter out to, you know, the parents. They had so much backlash because they thought that it was a religion and that it was like Hinduism or religion, that it wasn't Christian. I mean, really there was backlash on the whole idea of meditation and yoga. I was also trained as a yoga instructor. So I wanted to bring both. Um, So I ended up doing it in after-school programs um, and at the library. And then there was a movement where you could bring it in, but you couldn't call it meditation. And that was for many years, even until probably – I don't know, uh, for sure 2000, even 2010 or 11, because I did some uh, work with um, middle school and high schools, um, grade school, middle school, um, I think just middle school, maybe one high school I did as well, um, where now I could come in, but I had to talk about, I had to say that it was um, relaxation, uh, relaxation exercises. Still couldn't use the word meditation. We could use a healthy time out, um, but could not use the word meditation. Could not use the word yoga. Could only say exercises for relaxation that help to calm the mind and body, help to focus. Now of recent, because I work with some of my clients' children, uh, actually in hypnotherapy and also with meditation, they one oh we have mindfulness class <laughs> so I'm like okay um, mindfulness was able to sneak in I think because of the word mind I think meditation has a misnomer that it's religious and it's not I mean it's found in just like the word contemplation and and the the term and the practice of contemplation is in many religions I would say most religions um, same as meditation or mindfulness and it's funny because mindfulness is a type meditation uh, comes from dhyana or vipassana um, it's the observer to be aware but it's not the meditative state so um, my meditations are geared to get people into the meditative state of being um, so it can include mindfulness which is very helpful um, but eventually you need to move beyond mindfulness and and be more in the oneness because when you're mindful you're still watching you're observing but it's helpful It's helpful to watch the breath. It's helpful to watch outside. It's helpful to become aware of yourself and aware of awareness, aware that you're aware. So I share this with all of you because now you see not only yoga and meditation or mindfulness is in schools and there's children's books on it. It's also now in advertising for, you know, especially the last, I would say, probably at the most 10 years. But if you really look at it, it's probably been the five or six years 
Um, the same with the soul, you know, the whole idea of the soul, soul of the nation, soul of America, the soul of finance. Does this business have soul? Does this person have soul? You're seeing a lot with that word soul in a lot of more mainstream um, publications and media, ways of, this is how source energies, God, the all that is, communicates through amplification, to, to amplify the message in various means. Some areas it's going to be a little more diluted or watered down or maybe, the, maybe even the meaning is skewed. It doesn't matter. It's still getting that frequency out. Even if it's a distorted frequency, it's still getting out there. So that's what I'm saying. How did it get out there? Not magically. It got out there by individuals one by one. You know, it got out there by those mothers and fathers, those caregivers saying, um, listen, yoga isn't bad. I do it. It's not a, I'm Jewish and I, I, I'm, it's, I'm, it's, or I'm Christian and I do yoga, you know, or I'm Muslim and I do yoga, you know, whatever. Um, it's not a religion. Um, I meditate or I do mindfulness. It helps me with stress. It came from individuals making a different decision and requiring something, saying, look, I don't know why you think this is bad for the children. I think this will be helpful for them. And then those individuals came together in a collective. Sometimes they knew they were coming together in a collective and they banded together. Other times the system would just get so overloaded with, was it 30, 300, 3,000 people all of a sudden, all at once saying, uh, we want this in the schools, okay? Why do, and marketers, marketers going, oh, this is catching on. Just like I was reading something, I don't know, a few months ago, quite a bit, maybe four or five months ago, about how astrology has gotten so popular that designers are putting astrology signs on their clothing, on T-shirts. And especially in the teens and 20-something, 30-something, you're, you're seeing it more on YouTube, tarot, astrology. So it's getting more and more in the mainstream. Why? Because of individuals. And it catches hold. It takes on. And that's the same way that's going to happen with the new paradigm. No matter what kind of unrest, you know, if all of that is going to happen, fighting, yes, all of that is going to happen. You know, many wars, trying to restrict, it doesn't matter. That There is a different there, movement or pull, a nudge from spirit that is already happening. And when those kinds of companies, those kind of companies that use advertising and other ways of amplifying their message start losing money or currency, whether it's interest, money, people aren't watching, aren't viewing. Look what happened with soap operas. People stop viewing that. People stop are viewing less of the reality TV. You know, they're looking. Then things start to change. So I would say for everyone, that, that especially the first half, first half, first quarter of 2021, but especially January, February, because I, what I've been feeling and seeing that the energy really starts to pick up March, April. We've got a lot of um, certain energy, kind of hazy, phasey. I, I wrote about this on my blog post for the for January, and I did a mini overview of 2021. I just wanted to say 2022. Um, but if you look at it, 
it's like it's not in, in last year was this way too things weren't just boom out of the gate let's go I know what I'm doing You're, there's going to be a lot of contemplation and feeling things out and reflection and oh I don't know if I should do this right now or make this decision or let's make this decision right now but it's temporary we need more research or we need more information Many people are going to be moving around um, to decide now where they want to live. Or I thought I wanted to move over here to place A, but I'm finding that it's not even B or C. It's maybe D, place D, or there's someplace else I don't know. So it's a good time to look and see where is your currency. What are you supporting? What are you ingesting? What are you consuming? And I would say balance the idea of consumption or consumerism with creativism. If you're over-consuming, whatever that means for you, consumption, consuming, you're getting out of alignment with the soul. And creativism or creativity also would be self-expression, expressing oneself. It could be through art. It could be through music. It could be speaking up. It could be how you're living your life authentically. Are you making choices? that are more aligned with your soul expression, right, your self-expression. So this year, it's, it's about inserting oneself more in your life, waking up to the fact that your life is sacred. It's, it's not just about helping other people, that other people are sacred, you know, um, that other uh, you know, groups or institutions or causes are sacred. But the individual, you're going to see a lot more of this with the Aquarian energy. Yes, it is about groups and helping others, but it's very much also about the individual. Are you treating yourself and your life as sacred? Are you inserting yourself in your life? Or are you just doing everything for everyone else? Where are you in your life? Because the more that you're in your life, the more that you are connecting um, to your soul through your higher self, which means you're connecting more to the all that is, the currency, the mainframe, the, the infinite source of energy, the infinite current. And that, when you're connecting to that currency, that current of energy, it revitalizes you. Now, it not only revitalizes you, but as you open up more to it and live with, with that higher perspective, a more expanded perspective and expanded aspect of you, you also begin to receive the guidance that is seeing beyond, right? Seeing beyond the small, seeing beyond with what's just in front of you. All right, Radiant Lights, uh, let me know. I'm a little, let's see, yes, good question to ask. What was that? Good question. Oh, thanks, Lar. Yeah, I know a lot of you are already doing it, so it's just a reinforcing um, because there, you know, there's just a lot of um, generating of information, which there's meant to, you know, we are the messiahs, the messengers. We have that our way we live our life. There's a lot of, um, fifth chakra activation, you know, the, the, the throat chakra. But remember, the throat chakra is also, the ears are connected to that. So it's also that inner hearing, hearing the messages from your higher self, listening to your own inner guidance. And if we're listening to too much external 
cacophony, to be honest, discordant information or conflicting information, we won't have a chance to bring it within ourselves to say, what is really right for me? What is life enhancing for me? What does my gut say? What does my intuition say? So you have to bring it back to you. You have to somehow figure this into your decisions and into your way of being, your way of life, that you have these pause points. I talked it on my, about it on my blog post on soulplayground.life um, for this cancer full moon as she, um, the divine feminine aspect of us um, coming through in, in a different way, that there's this, this cry, there's this cry of divine mother, but there's this, also this call of the divine feminine. And not an exclusion of divine masculine. I don't know what we're going to call it in the future, uh, because it's going to be such a blending, such a nice blending and melting and alchemical process is taking place. But the wisdom of, of Mother Earth, of the she part of all of us, whether male or female, the divine feminine, is the pause, is the ability to pause, is the pregnant pause. In pregnancy, you have to pause. There's things you can't do because you're pregnant. You have to wait for that being's physical body to be born through you. You can't just, you know, rush it along, and it could come sooner or later, and it come in a different way. So the pause, the stillness, the pause of reflection is going to be not only so important, but potent. There's a lot of information in the pause. And so if you can find the way that's right for you to pause with whatever you're doing, and know that that pause is you connecting more to you, your true you, not the social constructed. It's all us anyway. I mean, it is all us. It's just from a different vibrational frequency. In other words, I know when I pause right before my show. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to say because I'm running around doing something. And I pause and I write or I receive a message. Sometimes I pull a card. I go into meditation. I pause. I always pause before I do this program. Even if I have notes of what I want to do or questions that, you know, listeners have emailed in, I still pause. Because in that pause, there may be something better, more ideal, more resonating. And so I open up to that because I can't know it in my rational mind, my, my beta consciousness. I can't know it all. I can't connect in. Um, even with my YouTube videos, a lot of people will say, oh, how did you know this? Exactly everything is, I did, it, then they'll bullet point. Exactly. Because in the pause, I become aware. And all of you have that ability within you. When we pause, so much is revealed in the interconnectedness of the all that is. It's in the pause and it doesn't have to be a long pause. It can be a short pause. All right, Radiant Lights, let's get to callers. Let's see here. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, Michelle. My name is Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. I've enjoyed the commentary so far and kind of sort of answered my question, but I'm going to ask anyway, definitely for confirmation, or I could be wrong. Um, okay. I have reached the place. Um, my daughter started college in a big city, and I moved there mm-hmm. three years ago. Uh, and my mother was already living in this big city. So I moved with my mom, 
um, which mm-hmm. has been great. Um, right now I'm at a point of uh, I feel very spiritually oppressed mm-hmm. as if it's time for me to go ahead and uh, move out, you know, and get my own place again. So I'm concerned about uh, doing this prematurely. And I oh, also good went you. ahead. Yeah, and I also went ahead and uh, I have applied for a mortgage with two separate lenders. So just wanted to see what um, what you feel since or what is given to you in well, reference to I this situation. The, I think the pause that um, I'm, I'm thinking if you can wait even until June, I feel like there's going to be more information. I do feel a move around you around the different communities. One of the things I feel for you, Sophia, is that um, you, perhaps your spirituality may even be changing a bit or what you bring in. I do feel this place where there's, there's a park, there could be a lake there, where you walk. There's some place where you walk around or you go, and I feel like it's very, it's very calming for you. So that nature is, is really great. Is that true? Ah, yes. great. That is true. Okay. I haven't done it much since COVID, but I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Um, that place is great for you to be connecting to, okay? Um, I feel like there could even be some people that you end up meeting, connecting up with. Um, I do feel the move that they are saying you do need to pause. There's something you're still finishing up or wrapping up where you're at, and it could be even a new understanding. I do feel there's probably going to be some uh, space. Yeah, there's going to be some space between you and some of the people that you're around now. Only physical space, not emotional. But there will be some space because I see you'll probably end up coming to visit. I hope that makes sense. You said you see me coming to visit? Yeah, there's somebody I feel like you might be at a distance to. I, I do feel a move around you. Okay. okay. Um, although I still see that where you're walking around. So it may still be in the area that you might and, have to and drive. Correct, correct. Mm-hmm. I would still continue to visit that place you see. Um, ah, okay. Even if, um, even if, you know, either way, either mortgage comes through. Um, I'm not moving okay. very far away. I don't want to very far away because right now it's just okay, my mom lives alone besides me. So I will still be close to her. It's just I need. Oh, that's what I see. I yes, want. yes, you're on the right yes. track. It's just don't. Yeah, just let it unfold. Yeah, so you're on the right track because that place where you come and visit and walk around, there's something very peaceful and magical for you there. And um, I also feel perhaps next year there may be something. You meet there on your walk. All right, Sophia, keep us posted. Thanks for calling in. Thank you, Michelle. You're so welcome. Much peace. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, four one five. You're on air. Okay, I'll come back to you. Hello, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Okay, I'm hoping people can hear me. Is my sound okay? 
We're still going. We're on air. Okay. Tune zero seven. I can. Can you hear me? Okay. Let's go to the next. As people walk away from their phone. Uh, let's see. Hello, you're on air. Hey, Michelle, are you Welcome there? The... Yes, I'm here. Hi. Welcome. Hi, this is Cammy. Cammy, hi, Cammy. Hi. I just want to see what you get um, coming up for me in the near future. Mm-hmm. Can I have what a um, mm-hmm. I don't know what what the, my next um, best step would be going forward. Um, I don't know. I guess okay. Jared's here. Let's see. Oh. Well, there. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so um, there is something for you. That's interesting spiritually. There may be a hobby or something or an interest that you have that you're going to be um, getting currency for in the form of not just fulfillment but money. So I feel like there could be a new direction coming from an interest that you have that has to do with spirit and spirituality. Your also next step is going to be focusing more on yourself as a resource and using yourself as a resource in your life. Maybe it's your intuition. Um, maybe it's use of cards. Oracle cards would even be good for you. There is a call for you to in, integrate your spiritual nature more and your spirituality. There could be something that you're studying also um, that is going to be a next step. And I do feel that it is somehow preparing you for a greater change with what you're doing out there in the world, 3D world, what you're, what, and what you're going to be manifesting. Okay? Does that make sense? That does. That's wonderful. Thank you so much. <laughs> ah, you're so welcome. Keep us posted because I do, I really feel like whatever it is you're studying or whatever that interest or pastime is, um, you're going to make quite a, there's some extra money coming to you from that. All right, Kim, mm-hmm. keep us posted. Okay. Thank you, Michelle. You're so welcome. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. You're on air. Hello, welcome. You're on air. 415. Okay. Sometimes people walk away. Uh, welcome to the program. You're on air. 503, I can hear you. Oh, hi. I'm live. Hi. <laughs> yes, you're live. Hi, hi. Michelle. Oh, name? my goodness. It is so amazing what? to talk to you. Wow, your podcast has been, like, such a light in my life and, like, given me so much direction. Like, thank you. Um, Yeah, first time calling in. So I'm so glad to open this channel. Um, Yeah. Yeah. What's your first name? My name is Taylor. Hi, Taylor. Hi. Um, So recently I've just been undergoing like so much growth, so much inner work and healing. And I feel called to help people and share this light. And I'm just not meeting mm. resistance. I'm still in the point where I'm still building my arsenal and doing all these things for myself. And when I am ready, I feel like it's soon. I'm just wondering what the direction is to really focus and hone in on because I have all these ideas for all these modes that I want to share and 
It's hard to decide which one, you know, like energy is Well, so I feel like right you're going to do a few. I, I keep getting um, definitely religion, spiritual. I think this has a lot to do, and I don't know if Daniel or Gish is going to talk about this one. I'm going to ask him, but I do have a video on this also, um, the North Node and Gemini, South Node and Sagittarius on my YouTube channel. Yes, it's live. I watched that. It has, it's beautiful. Oh, perfect. Did it okay? Because I feel like I feel like there's a lot of people. I'm getting like this Sagittarius North Node energy, um, Gemini North Node, but the Sagittarius being like the old beliefs, old ideas of religion, philosophy, spirituality changing, and it's funneled in the North Node of Gemini as a messenger. You know, Gemini Mercury ruled. Um, so I do feel there's a lot of people listening right now that you have these messages and it, it may or may not be like a podcast or talking it can be it can be a tv film youtube books but there's something you're meant to to share or speak speaking more your truth and putting things creatively and taylor i feel this energy with you i feel like um you're going to be um there's a coach consultant mm-hmm. <laughs> Working with the higher mind, um, interesting because I talked about meditation because I do feel meditation around you. Now, have yeah. you worked with corporations? Or are you thinking about that? Um, no, that hasn't really been in my field, but it's something that I hope to do myself, start my own company. And, oh, maybe um, that's what it is. Okay. But yeah. I feel like you're going to do some kind of consulting or consulting work. Um, with what you do. So I would say all the things that you're studying are different modalities. Like I've studied so much. I have so many modalities. And, um, you know, back in the day, I used to write so much on my business card. And the, my person that I do a lot of creative work that does a lot of my packaging and stuff, she's like, why are you write all this? And I'm like, because I don't want to answer the question of what all I can do, you know, what, what I bring in. Everybody always wants to ask. It's so different now with websites, um, and I'm, I'm known well enough that people could just, you know, I don't, I don't even, you know, people don't even use cards anymore, but for most. But I feel that with you. I feel like it's don't worry about how many things you're studying or what you're doing. You are going to move forward in this coaching, consultancy, um, and I do feel you're somehow going to work with companies or businesses or be hired. Um, I see groups hiring you. It could even be teaching in a group form as well. You do have more training and studying, so it's, you're getting closer. Um, and what I'm hearing is, like, it's not going to be, like, in other words, you'll have one thing that you, stands out for you and you feel more confident, and that's going to gain some traction. And then the, the other things will fall into play. So there will be one thing that takes um, probably next year that takes more key presidents for you okay okay that's perfect thank you so much for your insight and guidance and spreading your light like seriously thank you oh Taylor thank you so much for that appreciation and that's telling you that fuels me that's my that's my soul fuel Taylor keep us posted take good care thank you you too bye bye Okay, we're getting another caller. Um, let's see, you're on air. Hi, welcome to the program. You're on air. Hello. Hello, you're on air. 
Oh, can you hear me? Great. Yes. Hi. I can hear you. <laughs> Hi. What's your first name? Uh, my name's Joelle. What is it? Hello. Joellen. Yes. Joelle. Hi, Joellen. Welcome. Um, you know, I've I've been uh, I'm a a teacher right now, and um, I'm a, I'm an art teacher. One of the things I have to say that I can appreciate about this whole fit home time is I like being at home. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I I've been a teacher for so long, and it's kind of like what you said. It's I've been giving a lot of my energy away to people that I don't get to do my own artwork and I'm ready now mm-hmm. to figure out what to do. I will say though, that I've been curious about your hypnotism and all that because the, my pregnant pause has been a really pregnant pause <laughs> and I really need to figure out how can I get past that, you know, like I'm finally doing grades from last semester because I just mm-hmm. have just been wiped, and I, how do I move forward? What you know? Am I mm-hmm. moving forward? What do I need to do? Yeah, no, I feel you are, and I, I feel you as well as many people. I have to remind myself of this. Um, there's enough stress to do things in everyday living in life, and this past year, um, with everything mm-hmm. that's gone on has been very stressful and stress is a type of pain, you know, too much stress causes inflammation. Just like if you twist your ankle or, you know, something like that, pull a muscle, pain takes energy. So um, we've been in a post-traumatic stress disorder situation. Um, There post-traumatic stress, but also what keeps getting re-traumatized is the wound and wounding because it has, it's not finished. So we're also in a process of loss and that takes a lot of energy and the uncertainty. And, you know, even though there was already those, that a little bit layered, it's quantified, you know? So I feel like, I do feel next year things are going to become much more clear for one thing, the reality, and it does take about two, um, it takes about two years for things to sink in when we have major change, 18 months to two years. So I do feel next year people are going to be, woo, it's not going back. Ah, it's not going back. It's not change. Okay, so I need to do something. We're not there yet as a collective, you know, um, and I'm not saying even the mainstream would necessarily be there, but I feel more people are, and that's going to be more of the awakening, in which case then you will take more chances. If you do go to my website, so playground.life, there's, there's resources there, there's processes, there's exercises that can help you. Transforming fear into creativity is a wonderful one. There's a process, even the therapy process, the what-if box. Mm-hmm. Um, so because how do we get over see? fear? We transform it into creativity. You have to use that energy. I do see you making the changes. I feel like you just have to be in the process of it, the human process of it right now. Your intention is there. I do feel that in, in an intuitive way, psychically, I do see you making the changes, but you now have to take the steps. 
Right. And that's my that's to- my concern. And I know you said changing that fear begets creativity. I think because that is like my you know I watched Wonder Woman, so that's my superpower. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I feel like fear is my kryptonite rather than my instigator, for lack of a better word. So that's how is it your kryptonite? It's like. Um, you know, fear of not being good enough, fear of being stuck, fear of my procrastination. Yeah. Well, sometimes procrastination, I'm quite a procrastinator myself. Sometimes it is um, the higher self intervening. I would suggest whether this show, people that you meet from this, or a, a good buddy, you have people that check, like, do you really need to, pause and there's an event you know intervention from the higher self or are you just you know are you delaying something but the transforming fear into creativity is a process because fear is an energy just like anger right it's an mm-hmm. energy and emotion it's an energy and motion so it's like there's ways to transform that to transmute it which transforms how you use fear um, I've worked with a lot of, and actually even A-list actors, celebrities, and that I was shocked. Sometimes they'd say they'd be doing a play or something or they're doing a different role and how they were scared, you know, or I always feel I'm going to lose my lines when they get on stage. And I'm like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, what do you do? Oh, the fear's always there. I just do it anyway. It's always there. And, and then the words come. And I'm like, oh, my God. And they go, yeah, you just got to get up. You got to just trust. Some of them tell me how they throw up in the bathroom before they, I'm like, you, you have, st- oh yeah, I have bad stage fright. I'm like, oh my God. But so there's, you'll find your process, but things, tools like this can help you start to transmute that energy and do something with it so that you can take small steps or chances with your creativity. Okay. And That's what I'm suggesting. So I can't my, answer my it all final. right here. I got a student. Yeah, I got a Oh, no, I, I, gotta, I, I understand. Check our yeah, but start with what I've suggested for you. Maybe even re-listen to this episode and just start. Take one step. See, that's work with your fear. That's your step. That's your step right now. All right, keep okay. us posted. Thanks, Michelle. You're so welcome. I think we have time for one more caller, and then we have our guest, I think, coming on. Let me see. All right. Hello. Welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hey, Michelle. It's Haley. Hey, Haley. Welcome. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so I was wanting to ask you a question. I've, this has just been on my mind lately. Um, and I've noticed it and known it for a while, but it's just been heavy on my mind lately. But I just, I, I've noticed that I have... Um, I've had like injuries in my body and it's always been on my left side. And um, I've noticed like right now in particular, I'm working through some different things with like my ankle, my knee, sometimes my hip, definitely my shoulder. And then I just recently injured my wrist and it's all the left side of my body. And I'm just wondering, um, you know, I've heard that the left side is representative of the feminine aspect. Um, So I'm just wondering if you have any insight on that. Well, it does. It does. So you want to look at those areas specifically and then also look at areas that you can nurture yourself more and as well as connect into your intuition. 
Um, so mm. we're over, you know, masculinized in our society. Um, the, the to-dos, the go, the competition, all those are great. Um, but you may have to reframe it instead of maybe um, – competition and comparing oneself, focusing on your gifts, your talents, your individual soul gifts or your mm. individuality, your uniqueness. And instead mm. of competition, it's persistent in the tarot would be five of wands, persistent effort. In other words, you might see something or someone that you like or admire, or oh, I want to do that too. Instead of looking, oh, a lot of people are doing that, or how could I do that? Or, you know, I don't have the self-confidence or worth. You can just say, oh, I'll take one step, one little step, mm-hmm. and then another step to have that persistent effort, that perseverance, perseverance, that putting yourself out there. So it's just a little mm-hmm. bit of rethinking how you're showing up for yourself in your in your life, in your world. Um, yeah. And you could even, yeah, you can even do a comparison how, how you normally do something. Oh, how can I? soften that a bit you know procrastinate yeah. I just talked about it you know about the procrastinate that, that's a very um, distorted masculine I should probably use that term because the masculine is so important as well as the feminine but we have distortions mm-hmm. on both sides we have the distorted feminine also you know the, the mm-hmm. woman that's so sweet and then all of a sudden rages because she's not in touch with her, you know mm-hmm. on both sides the, the, that distorted mm-hmm. energy that unhealed or unwhole and a lot of it has to do with drive, drive to make things happen in this kind of manic way. And, and mm-hmm. that's not positive or healthy masculine or positive or healthy, um, you know, feminine or mother or positive mother or father. Um, what's interesting, because our guest, one of the things we're going to be talking about is this cancer full moon. So it definitely has a lot to do with the feminine. So um, okay, Taylor, great. stick yeah. around for this. Yeah, okay. because he's going to be diving in. He's, he's quite amazing um, mythologist and astrologer um, as well. So, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, for that. thank you. Mm-hmm. You're Great. so welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for that. You're welcome. All right. Lots of people in the queue. I'm here next week if you didn't get your question or comment answered, but I would stick around. Uh, for our awakening dialogue with evolutionary astrologer Daniel Iverson. And welcome him back to the program. I'm so glad you could be here. Uh, Daniel, welcome. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Michelle. Uh, uh, I always enjoy being here, and I, I'm very appreciative of being on air with you. Yes, thank you. Me, me too, me too. Um, I just saw, too, somehow – floating around on Facebook that we have a mutual, I don't know if it's friend or acquaintance, Elliot Tanzer. Um, no, that name's not familiar. Not familiar? Okay. okay. I thought so. Okay. I thought no. astrologer. Okay. I've I, I got like 1,800 friends, so and, and I can't honestly say that, that, that I know all of them personally. <laughs> oh, okay. Me too. Me too. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, so, Daniel, first of all, I just want to touch on what evolutionary astrology is, and then I definitely want to get into this Cancer Full Moon. I have a lot of questions about the feminine or how to use this energy. You know, I think there's sometimes misnomers of, of the moon, um, even with the sign Cancer, um, with how people t- can use these, you know, cycles, moon cycles. Um, 
But just to give a little overview um, of evolutionary astrology. And thank you, Tammy, for putting um, Daniel's website in the chat. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tammy. Uh, so, you know, evolutionary astrology is a, a kind of a psychological perspective, but what it really is is, you know, uh, most of the people who come to me for readings are, you know, in their later years in life. Um, I do occasionally get people in their 20s or 30s, but, but most, most of my clients are in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond. And, you know, it would be foolish for me to take their money to, to begin to tell them, you know, the what's of their life. They're, they're, they're very familiar with the what's. It's about the why's. You know, why, why have the people in your life shown up when they have? Why have you encountered the circumstances and situations you have? Um, wh- why have they shown up in your life and literally on schedule? And so that, that's what mm-hmm. I work with, to help people, help people come to terms with, with why the, these things have happened. And, and, you know, often, you know, it's a client who comes with, you know, uh, perhaps the death of, a, you know, a, a child or, um, you know, loss of their work or, you know, just, just dealing with, uh, you know, certainly all the, the stress and traumas that we're going through. So it's, it, it's, uh, it, it's important to, to really get people, to get them grounded again and get them to be able to see, you know, the big picture of what's happening in their lives rather than being pulled down into, uh, you know, the mind plays tricks on us. You know, it, it's very easy to get, you know, get sucked into depression and, and, and you know, feeling like, you know, poor me and the world's against me. And uh, you know, to get them to realize that, that we're big and the world is little and, and to be able to begin to approach it that way. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't realize that's so powerful. I feel like the why, when we know things, why something happened, and as you're talking about even the timing of something, that is so powerful to heal and to put it into context. Um, do you find when people you're able to through the chart to show them the, the why, or they're you know you're putting it together? Can there then be a, a restart, a reset, or um, maybe even new goals or goals to come back to? Do, do you see that taking place? Absolutely. It's, it's a recentering. It's, it's coming back to your center. Um, it, you know, it, it works on, on an intuitive level, just like you do, where, you, you know, it, it touches the part of uh, people that, you know, know, already know these things. They don't acknowledge it or they've hidden it or denied it or repressed it. Um, or, and in some cases, it's who they've always wanted to be, but they were afraid to or not ready or, you know, felt insecure about it or, or for whatever reason. It, basically, it's, it's awakening people up to themselves. I'm, I'm not telling mm. them something that, that they probably don't already know. I'm just reminding them of what they, of what, of what they, or they do know and they're not remembering. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking of some of the callers even that have called in or, and people that I've talked to actually the last few months. Um, this sounds like even with what's going on in the world right now that this could be a good tool because a lot of people, like you said, awakening to themselves. I love how you put that. There's a lot of people realizing I really want to do something else or I've always wanted to do this or because I had this other work situation, I couldn't focus on myself or my art or my music or my, my business that I want to do, you know, my company I want to start, whatever it is. Could something like this help give context or support to someone that is making those kinds of decisions or about to make those kinds of decisions? And, and absolutely. 
but I also believe that, you know, we're not ready to do something till we're ready to do it. And we're not done with something till mm, we're done okay. with it. You know, it, it, we, we move through cycles of time and we have to, we have to give, you know, the space to that time to grow. Uh, in, you know, in my own life, Michelle, I wanted to do astrology back in the 1970s when I first encountered it. But my, ch- my son was born. It was my first Saturn return. I mean, it just wasn't a viable, you know, career in those mm-hmm. days to, you know, to, to be an astrologer. Um, so, you know, I didn't pursue it. I, I knew that that was in my soul, in my heart, but I knew that, I, mm. I, that it just wasn't, it wasn't the time for it, perhaps. And, you know, I, I went through many years and, and actually went through two other, you know, uh, other careers that were both very successful careers. Until, uh, t- you know, about 15 years ago, I said, you know, if not now, when? And, and, and I came back mm-hmm. to this and, uh, and it was really as a result of a friend who was also an evolutionary astrologer who did a reading for me. And she got maybe one third into the reading. And I just knew that, you know, hook, line, and sinker, I was gone. So, you wow. know, it, but that's the, way, that's the way life is. You know, we, 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 yeah. we're not ready for it till we're ready for it. And, yeah. and, it's, and, it's, it's, and it's, it's unfair to somebody. Right. Yeah. It's unfair to push somebody. But, you know, generally by the time somebody comes for reading, you know, I, my, my readings are client-driven. I, I don't sit down and say, well, you, your sun is this and your moon is that and your rising sign is this. Uh, they can get all that from books, even though I don't believe in the cookbook astrology books. Uh, basically, I ask them, what is it that you want to take away from this reading? And that's my entry point into their chart. Because I, I want them to, to get something out of it. It's not important for me to just, mm-hmm. you know, to be, do, do a monologue and, you know, be, be some kind of astrological wizard and show off all my knowledge. So it, it's, it's about what they yeah. came to me to learn, right? So, so Absolutely. That, that's, 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 that's what's important. I like that because there's so many ways to interpret the chart and look depending on what you want to know. Right? It's, like, it's endless. So that's a great right. Um, right. entry point. Yeah, I love right. it. Yeah, yeah, I just realized something, I, and I don't know why. It just dawned on me the other day. I was doing a reading for myself and tuning in, and some things that I thought would happen didn't happen. You know, anyway, this unfolding. And then I realized I was seeing time and timing. There's timing, but there's also time. There is also, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't see me, but I'm, sh- I'm shaking my head. As, I'm shaking my head as you speak, yes. <laughs> Yes. Right? It just hit me. I'm like, you know, you put the bread in the oven, no matter how much you chant and pray and how prepared you are, it's, you know, right. whatever, 350 for 45 minutes. That's it. So, yeah, that was right. kind of like a little, uh, yeah, wake up call with me. Like, okay, some things are timing, but some things are at just time, you know? You just got to wait for the time. The time is there. Um, right. that, that, yeah, that's that's it. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, why you get that little that 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 little nugget has stuck with me so long. I don't know why it took me so much time <laughs> to get it, but uh, but I did. I, I'm, I'm getting it, getting it. Um, let's dive in a bit because we did have some callers about going within intuition, meditation. I, maybe this is also this Cancer full moon. Uh, is making uh, reflecting, not making, but is, is reflecting um, the that energy of people perhaps caught more contemplative or going within or looking at care or nurturing. Um, how do you see this Cancer full moon? And you know what's best to utilize this 
these energies, I guess. Well, I, I see this cancer form. First of all, I, I, I kind of like to segue into, um, I, I don't want to, you know, throw a horseshoe in here, but I, I, I was hoping that we would talk about 2021 a little bit. But, um, oh, I'd love we, to. We can, oh, I saw on the yeah, thing cancer uh, flu. I'd love to talk about Let's dive into 2021. Let, yes, let's do it all. No, no, let me, let me answer your question first because, because I think it's, it's a good segue into it. Uh, the, can, the Cancer okay. Capricorn uh, full moon right now, I think, is, is, a, is a really interesting overlay on the time that we're passing through because it, it's the polarity between self and, and, and society. And what we're seeing, you know, in the news and all of the, the, the tensions and traumas that, you know, have really added to the, the uh, you know, the coronavirus and Donald Trump issues, and I don't want to get political, um, mm-hmm. get anybody upset with me, but um, it, it's really, you know, we're, we're learning to balance what it is that we need and determining what our essential needs are. This is, this is Uranus and Taurus. Um, uh, you know, for, for seven years, you know, our essential needs. But it's, it's really about, you know, determining what it is that I need. And it's also the realization that nobody's coming to save us, Michelle, that, 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 yeah. we, that yeah. it's, it's, about self, it's about self-care. Uh, it's, it's about mm-hmm. self-responsibility. That's Capricorn is responsibility, Saturn. Um, and cancer is nurturing, but it's about nurturing ourselves. It's, it's learning to, yeah. to, to, you know, stop doing the things that, you know, are, 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 are you know, detrimental to our own well-being that we, you know, that we just do because our friends do it or it's a family pattern or but it's, it's to begin to recognize that we have to come home to ourselves and, and get, and get recentered um, and, and really, you know, determine what it is that we need and, uh, you know, without certainly going, you know, head on with, with, con, you know, consensus reality, which is what, again, that's Capricorn. Capricorn is consensus Capricorn, reality. Right? Yeah, it's you know it's we ha- we have to agree to certain things to all live together peacefully. Um, that doesn't seem to be happening very well right now. But again, that's part of this polarity. You know, a full moon um, is an opposition. It, it's two ends of the poles pulling you know with, with dramatic tension between them, and it can be a point of illumination. But that point of illumination can also reveal. Where where the the differences are where the, where the the uh, yeah. where, where there's, there's there's a lack of balance it, it it comes down to you know a basic you know Aries Libra template if you would the first house seventh house template where it's it's us and and the other and um, in this case it's you know it's about our own Cancer uh, and the Moon or basically our self image it's our ego versus Capricorn which is our place in society our status. So is our status important to us or is our own, you know, how we perceive ourselves and who we, how we see ourselves important. And it's trying to balance both of those, those, those two opposing um, directions. Yeah, I like that. It is, it is forcing a kind of um, responsibility. So I, I call inserting oneself in the, in, you know, each of us in our own life more, you know, the, Focusing right. on the self, right. letting the self, um, and that self, that responsibility. I think that's. Um, I'm not sure people really get how powerful they are, you know, individually, and then that zeitgeist happens where, whether people join together or not, it doesn't matter. That it's in the air. Something's in the air. Um, and changes we've been raised, start getting made. We've been raised. We've been raised that way. 
You know, we, we were, we've been taught as children that we're little and the world is big. And it's exactly the opposite. The universe is reflective. And when we can change the, the, our, our perspective to it and recognize that what we see is, is what we're projecting onto it rather than what we're receiving inward, then, then the whole, the whole uh, dynamic changes. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's becoming proactive in our lives rather than, than becoming reactive. Most of us are reactive. Yes. Uh, right? Yeah. And that's true. When you think of the world as so big and companies or groups or institutions or government, it's big. Everything's big and we're this little. That's true. That's so true. I mean, right, I'm thinking right. of a commercial years ago. They have this illustration of like of the person was little and then the company and the with you know, everything. Um, gosh, how do you change that, start changing that perspective? How do you start integrating that? It's, it's the hundredth monkey principle where, where it, it begins with each one of us, you know, what, mm-hmm. it, and that's what's happening. You know, COVID and Donald yeah. Trump, and I'll come back to this, they're homeopathic remedies. And, you know, I guess it's hard for yeah. people to get, you know, in, in the first mouthful, but it's true. They, they are outing yeah. the toxins and the diseases in our culture that have existed for, for 400 years in our country and perhaps 4,000 years in the world. Um, so yeah. it, it's all good. It's just very painful. Yeah, it is. I remember when my I said in the meditation, spiritual hierarchy over soul said he was going to get in, you know, it was like a month before. And I was like, oh, my God. And they said, oh, no, it's going to bring everything up to the surface because people were taking right. too long. And what was it? Res- responsibility. They said the exact right. same thing, self-responsibility. And letting right. things slide and being codependent and all that. I was like, wow. And, of course, that is happening. I was like, really? Okay. Now the, the fire is lit under people, you know, <laughs> on all sides, it's, it's, 21 it's, sides. Whatever side it, someone perceives, your fire, the fire is lit, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's been a lot of fire energy. There's no question. Fire element is very, very strong right now. Mm-hmm. So this 2021, do you feel that there will be, and what you see, um, you know, in the aspects that there will be, I guess, more instances of that give the opportunity for this um, perhaps self-reflection evaluation and self-responsibility, like a, a call to be the more proactive? Yes, but like, like 2020, you know, I – where do I begin with this? I don't want to come across as doom and gloom, but 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 I have Virgo risings, so I meet the world as a realist, as a pragmatic. Okay, yeah, I'd rather be Paul Revere than you know get get you know blindsided and slapped upside the head. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there, there, there. This year that's coming does not have all, the, all, all of the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Big billboard events. It seems you know it doesn't have the the, the big conjunctions that everybody uh, was very aware mm-hmm. of in 2020, and and that have set all these long-term cycles uh, in spin. But you know the question I ask everybody is you know the, the Saturn Pluto happens every 30 years. Saturn, Jupiter happens every uh, 20 years. Jupiter, uh, Pluto happens every 12 years. Why were they so impactful this year? And the reason is dwarf planet Eris. And I think I've spoken about that here. Um, oh. Er, er, Eris, okay. er, Eris, Eris has, 
has a 500-year uh, cycle um, orbit around the Earth, and she spends 120 years, or actually 129 this time, in the single sign of Aries, which means that she crosses over uh, a single point in, in, the, in Aries for four years, okay? She has gone back and forth over the same degree, 23 degrees of Aries, now two years in a row. And she turns to, you know, like all the outer planets, she goes uh, retrograde and direct once a year. And the pattern has been that she turns direct in January, January 10th of last year. Uh, she's going to do it again January 10th of this year. Uh, on January 10th, uh, that coincides with the Saturn-Pluto uh, conjunction that occurred on January 20th when the first cases of COVID were discovered. Okay, uh, so we're we're going to have that same event. In, we're going to have that same event in January again. And as a matter of fact, we're going to have um, you know other January is going to be a very very intense month again. Um, let me just look at my notes here. Jupiter, the, the, the two main, the, the big things that are going on for 2021 are uh, Eris is going to continue to be squared by Pluto. And uh, this aspect of Pluto in Capricorn to Aries in Eris has only occurred once before in recorded history. It's, it's huge. Once before. Wow. In, 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 in recorded history. It was in 691 BCE. And at that time, what? Buddha and Homer and Pythagoras, uh, there were oh saints on the planet. The great, the great thought streams of Western civilization, Western culture came onto the planet in those years. That was the Axial Age. Uh, anybody who'd like to read more about it, uh, Rick Tarnas has a whole chapter on the Axial Age. But it, it, it was a very momentous time in history. And... Um, Eris, uh, you know, is, is blamed for the Trojan War. Um, I have a, a couple of women in my, you know, my circle who, who take a lot of issue with this. Uh, Eris was not responsible for the Trojan War. I, I say it was Helen. I mean, she was married to Menelaus. Why the hell did she run off to, 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 to Troy with, with Paris? But, you know, it's another whole story. But, but, the, but the point being is that the Trojan War was a, a significant event, and a lot of her uh, mythology and a lot of her the her archetype is is about what happened in that Trojan War, the death and the the, the, the wow. chaos, the discord, what was brought to the world. It was the end of the of the Greek classical age. Uh, at the end of the Trojan War, all the heroes of the Greek age were were in were in the underworld. Odysseus, Ulysses went to visit them, but but at the end of the Trojan War a member of the royal family whose name was Aeneas, that many people may know it from mythology, uh, uh, exiled and sailed to Italy, the founder of Rome. Okay? The, 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 Roman, the Roman Empire lasted for a thousand years. Its vestiges are still part of our culture. This, this is the impact of Eris, and we're having this, this, this aspect, these aspects again. It happened three times last year, Pluto squaring Eris. We have two more coming up this year, okay? If Eris is not done with us. Eris has created the suffering, but, but Eris only shows up when all the other um, efforts to resolve the long-lasting crises ah. have, 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 fa have failed, have failed. Right. Um, and, and, right. and she steps in and, and, you know, she creates this tumult, uh, but, but everything gets straightened out eventually. Okay. Eventually. The, the other, the other, th the other things that are going on this year are these are, you know, we had, we had Jupiter, Saturn and Pluto all in play of all of last year, 
Well, this year, Jupiter and Saturn have moved into Aquarius that happened last week at the Great Conjunction, the Christmas star that everybody's familiar with. And they are going to square um, Uranus, which is the ruler of Aquarius. Yeah. So, so, we, so we have... We have these uh, crises uh, aspects uh, to all of these unfolding cycles uh, over the course of 2021. And the first one occurs in January. It's the Jupiter square to Uranus. And then Saturn is going to square Uranus three times across the, you know, the the, the year's actually going to end with it. There'll be two, you know, in the middle of the year. So, so this, this, it's going to set the tone for the whole year. The, the cycles that started, yeah. you know, you know, it's 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 a mis, it's a misconception that once these cycles, these uh, conjunctions happen, that it's over. No, it's just the beginning. I know okay. exactly. We've, right, we've right. got it's, the energy it, it now. To, yes. Yes. It, it now it first has to unfold over time in its own in, in its own way. And, and Uranus is going to step right in, and Uranus is interruptions and disruptions. The Aquarian energy, it, yes, it's revolution. It is, it is uh, individuation. It, you know, it, it's our individuality. It's our genius. It's our creativity. It's our inspiration. It's our, it's our higher mind. Um, but it also shatters all the Capricorn and Saturnian crystallization that has occurred. Yeah. It shakes, it shakes things to the roots. I, ha- I had a friend here in, in Santa Fe year, a number of years ago who had a stroke and he, he the way he described it, he said, uh, I, I felt like all I was shattered and all my pieces were laying on the ground, but I only picked up the ones mm-hmm. that I wanted to hold on to. This is, this is what wow. we're going through. This is, this, this is the yeah. dynamic we're experiencing. Okay. It's, it's a, it's it's a sorting out and it's a it, it's a recentering, so and a reset mm-hmm. as well. So now yeah, it's interesting, Daniel, that we have with that Saturn energy, we, we seem to have this like constriction restriction, like pull back in, and then at the same time we have the the Uranus energy that Uranian like pull out, free up, let go of, you know what's outmoded, outdated, and then the Saturn wanting to you know, bring that back together or, or, or keep that, that um, previous form or structure. It's like they're both, they're happening also that square. It's, it's simultaneous, you know? Yes. Well, you know, Saturn was the traditional ruler of Aquarius before Uranus was discovered, number one. And, yeah, and then there's I know all that. The mythology. You, don't, you don't consider, I still, you don't, do you not consider co-rulers? Saturn, I do, I do, I do, I do. Saturn, but it's, oh, yeah, okay. to me, it's still it's 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 a secondary ruler. It it just it, uh, but but yes, I I look at both of them. But you no, know, then there's also the, myth, the mythology of the patricide and the sins of the father. You know, yeah. Uranus was 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 killed by Saturn, and then Zeus killed his father Saturn, um, and 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 both Zeus and and Saturn ate their children. You know, there there's there's a, there's an ancestral. A constellation here of you know family constellation that's going on so yeah th- th- there's also th- this we're also exper- we are experiencing the sins of the father you know slavery did not begin you know with the civil war slavery came over on the mayflower it, you know they, they were it, it was it, it was institutionalized in the economy um, and the same thing with white mm-hmm. supremacy it, it all started 400 years ago so, well, how do we even learn? Like, I don't know. All through history, there's been slavery, whether Egyptian, Babylonian, the Romans, 
Exactly. You know, there's always seemed to have the serfs, serfs or slavery, and they were bartered as as chattel. It's similar to women to bartered as chattel. It, it, so yeah, it, that it, seems it, to be it, in that DNA of um, civilization somehow. It, it, well, it's 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 part of human nature, unfortunately. Uh, you know, it's, 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 slavery didn't end at the Civil War; it just became segregation, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's interesting how these planets reflect the the source energies or energies of the, all the changes that are. They're like to me, I guess, reflectors or avenues of you know, ways of kind of harnessing or understanding the energy of, of what wants to happen, that new emerging consciousness, that change. Um, and these are very, what you're talking about, are very intrinsic change. They're, these are not surface changes. These are very uh, deep, profound, intrinsic changes uh, individually no and collectively. Right? No question. Yeah. No, no, no question. The U.S. is about to have its Pluto return. And from the chart, I use I use a chart that's a year earlier than everybody else's or most other people. Um, I won't go into it. It's it's not important. But from my perspective, the U.S. Pluto return is already happening, and any chart you look at will tell you that the U.S. Neptune opposition is already happening. Well, the Pluto return refers back to to 1775 and 1776. Um, and it hasn't mm. happened since. We we don't know what this a Pluto return looks like because nobody is alive who was alive then. So we don't know what it looks like from beginning to end. But from where I sit, what's going on in our country looks an awful like what it should look like. And and the Neptune right. return is this extreme polarity. It happened in the Civil War. That's the last time we that Neptune that Neptune by transit was opposite the U.S. Neptune, regardless of whatever chart you use. So it, it, we're going through, so, through so truly historic times. And, and then when we throw in, the, you know, Pluto and Eris going back 2,700 years, it really begins to get thick. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you bring this up because it's, it's yeah, this deep um, healing. But also, as we know, part of healing is some kind of, if you want to call it retribution or amends. Uh, you know, whether individual or collective, it's, it seems like we're in this collected amends. Um, even what happened with, you know, the pandemic of, of looking at what's essential, this idea of essential workers. I'm like, well, okay, let's look individually. What is essential to your life? Like you said with that friend of yours that had the stroke, with urine, what's essential? Right. You know, right. Exactly. we're being asked that. So do you feel there seems to be this amends or retribution? Of course, because Pluto loves to break. That's part of the transformation, you know. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I, you know, I, I, at this point in my life, I have come to the the understanding that nothing is good or bad on its face. It's how we react yeah, to it or respond yeah, to it that makes absolutely. the dif- that makes the difference. And you know, we yeah. we we grew up. We were born in a bubble, Michelle. You got to remember that yeah. the last 50, 70 years of, of history, you know, were, you know, the, you know, it started with the Eisenhower years. We, we color TV and, you know, everything, you know, it, we, we, yeah, we were born in a true. bubble. If we, if we lived in any other time in history, what we're going through would be nothing. Um, and in yeah. terms of the United States as well, um, there, there's, there's a, 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 I don't know, after a gallery museum um, exhibition here that's been going on for a while, which has tr- been tracking uh, the migration of, of people around the world. 
And, you know, it's a a little-known fact in the United States that there are three and a half million people who are displaced from their homes. They have been out of their homeland on an average of 27 years of being homeless uh, in in another country, and mostly mostly because of war in the Middle East. It's it's, uh, uh, 1.7%, no, excuse me, 3.5% of the world's population. Okay? Wow. You know, so... Yeah. So, you know, we look around and we say, we have to wear a mask and you got to, you know what? It, it's, it's BS. You know, we, we, we yeah. still, <laughs> it, right, right. Yeah. No, I know. We're, we're, most of us, you know, our, our, our impositions are very, yeah, small, you know, can't get your nails exactly. done, you know, right now, <laughs> whatever your hair, you have to come to your house or whatever, you know, um, which that's starting a but whole other economy, which is, which is great. Um, uh, Tammy in the chat said, our bubble has burst. Time to clean up and make amends. Live our highest self. Yes, absolutely. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, Daniel, um, about Eris is, um, Eris ruled by Mars. Is it, is it a Mars kind of energy or how would you describe? Um, I, th- I think she's more Plutonian, but yes, she, she's more, more we're feeling the Mars energy from her now because she's in Mars side. She's in Aries. And she, oh, spends right. her she's longest, in Aries. Okay. Well, she, she spends her longest portion of her 500 years in Aries. You know, so, some, some of the signs she, she's in and out in, you know, 20 or 30 years, uh, it, five, uh, 129 years in a single sign. She came, she came, Aries entered Aries in 1927. About 1929, we had the stock market crash, the Great Depression, the rise of fascism, World War II, right? And and there is also a symbiosis with Uranus. Uranus's 84-year cycle fits twice into that 129-year transit. So Eris, uh, Uranus was actually conjunct Eris back in the 1927. In 1927, they perfected oh, okay. in 29. All right, and came and Eris and Uranus and Eris came back together. Guess what year? Twenty fifteen. Okay. Oh, interesting. Ah, right. Now, what about Ouch, this Chiron right. in Aries? Is it, was there? A, I don't. There must have been a conjunction. Chiron in Aries. Eris in Aries. Is there any interplay um, with that in looking at healing, or is that just my simplistic? No, no, nothing's, <laughs> nothing's, nothing's coincidental. Nothing's definitely nothing's okay. coincidental, but 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 Chiron's orbit is only fifty-one years, so it's 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 mm-hmm. one you know it's one one tenth of the time. But it's 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 there's a synchronicity to it because we're needing the mentoring, we're needing the healing, uh, we're we're needing to mm-hmm. you know. But it but it's it, it's Aries itself, it's self healing. It's about it's about, about, yeah. about yeah, it's about it's healing what we need from inside, not from outside. Yeah, that's going to make all the difference. Where and uh, it's interesting, even having to be the quote unquote quarantine, I thought, kind of being you know a little bit of a monk or nun or however you want to put it, it's causing that people having to reflect more. It you know perpetuating more of that self healing um, now to be able to do that more consciously and integrate that into um, everyday living. Right, that would be the key. I think it'd be very helpful. Well, the, the, the quarantine is really an interesting event in itself, 
you know, I, I think everybody else has had the same experience as me. When we get out, we get into town or we're, we're you know, walking, you know, we get out and walk or, you know, go for hikes. I, I see people who are walking down the street and their face is buried in their phone. They're already quarantined. We were quarantined before this happened. We we have been been digitally quarantined. We we have been, you know, so self-focused and drawn inward that it was just a natural thing to happen that, okay, you're Mm. home. Now you're just going to stay home too. Uh, And, and, you know, and again, I I don't know how to basically balance all that out, but, you know, it's an observation, which is, which is undeniable. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, we've got Tammy in the chain. Thank you for this time together. The sharing was a new year full of courage to face whatever. Thank you. Good information. Thanks. Sounds like a will. Yeah. Just looking in the chat. Recentering time for sure. Yeah. And I think when we get these heads up, which I, I like the idea of Paul Revere, like giving, you know, just the information, um, it helps people understand what's going on and give it some kind of context and meaning for themselves, not just out there, but individually. What can the individual changes be? What are the what individual changes that need to be made? Um, which to me, with that Aries and Aries, Chiron and Aries, it, it is, a, again, as you were saying, it brings it back to the individual. The, the, the remedies are embedded in all the transits as well. Um, most people have not paid a whole lot of attention to Astrid Pallas Athena. She was the most revered goddess of the Greek pantheon. Athens was named for her. She's the goddess of wisdom, and she she corresponds to our, our – she's actually what's known as an octave transformer. You know, that there are planetary octaves like Mars and Pluto and Mercury and Uranus. Well, she is the mm-hmm. octave transformer of Mercury and Uranus. She she is able to to synthesize to to step down the Uranian impulses and pull them down into Mercury and make them practical applications to make. make and this is part of the Sagittarius uh, Gemini lunar nodes that you referred to as well. That it, it's it's about finding practical solutions, and we're all getting hits. We're getting mental, intuitive, mm. inspirational hits, and. The, the question is, are yes. we listening to them? Okay, and all this Capricorn uh, energy. You know, Pluto. Pluto is still in Capricorn. Pluto is going to be in Capricorn until 2024. Um, even mm-hmm. as, as uh, Jupiter, you know, even as Saturn spends another seven years in, in Aquarius. And, and Capricorn is about getting grounded. You know, take your shoes off. Go walk in your backyard on the grass. Go for a hike. You know. Get, yeah. get close to nature because nature, if nature will will literally like uh, it will will suck all of that negative stuff out of us if you spend some time with it. Uh, oh so boy, it, does it, it yeah. ever! Right, right. Yeah, oh, God, so, I'm in the so, mountains right now. I'm looking at a big fir, big tree, big uh, fir tree. So right, Daniel. Yeah. No, you have let's, to come let's, back. Let's, we have to talk about this. Practical solutions, the Gemini North Node, Sag, South Node, Pallas Athena. I love that. Um, yep, yep. So we're out of time now. But, yeah, that's – oh, you've given us so many nuggets. This has um, been so amazing um, to have you on the program today. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here, Daniel. Thank you for having me. Until next time. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, Um, some great, great nuggets there um, of insight and information. 
um, to help you navigate this time. This is what this is really about, is navigating. And I love what he was saying about the self-responsibility. Um, anyway, that was um, our guest was Daniel Iverson. You can find out more information by going to 4evolutionaryastrology.com. That's the number 4evolutionaryastrology.com. Um, for more information, um, your reading. Thank you, Tammy, for putting it in the chat. Yes, please come back for part two. Yes, Daniel. Um, I'll ask him, yeah, because you starting to get in some good stuff, practical solutions. That is the Gemini. And what is the Gemini is similar to Aries, each of us. Gemini is the community. It, it's the, it's the, the group. Um, getting those practical solutions individually. All right, everyone, happy new year. Everyone in the chat, called everyone that called in, happy, happy new year. Those of you that are listening later in the archives, happy new year. I wish you all so much soul connection, soul inspiration, soul guidance, um, a peace and nurturing calm. And I wish for you the deep understanding to know that the answers are within you, to trust your current, your flow, your individual awareness, and how you want to express this. Remember, you are a spirit. You are a spiritual being. Now the question is where and how you want to express and experience this. Okay. All right, everyone, if you want to connect with me further, come connect with me on my YouTube channel, Instagram, Patreon, um, so Playground.life. I will see you in the new year and um, have a beautiful time. And as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake.